Hello, Nika. Uh, hello. What happened? This meeting being is being recorded thing popped up and I guess I clicked, uh, well, I'm not okay with that button and I left the meeting. <laughs> All right. How do I sound? Do I sound okay? Do I sound all podcasty? You sound, you sound lovely. Oh boy, thanks. I have made a discovery about about myself. What's what's that? That I talk too loud. I'm talking. I've been talking too loud into the microphone, so I need to tone it down a little bit. That sounds <laughs> tough for you. I mean, I like to be loud. I don't know what to tell you. If I sound a little softer and sassier, that's why. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying not to talk as loud or laugh as loud. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. So Mika, today I would like you to talk about Finland because we've been talking all about the stuff that we've done in the past here in Biara, but we haven't talked at all about what you've been doing in the right now here world of Finland. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. let's do that. I think along the way. Um, I'd like you to teach me some Finland words. That's oh, the proper oh terminology, right? Finland words. Sure. Great. Um, I think the best word we can start off with is how do you say bike in Finland? Like if you look at a dictionary, it'll say polkupyörä, which means uh, pyörä is wheel and polku, polku comes from knee, which is polvi. So like, it's like, it's kind of like a, a pedaled wheel, I guess, is is like the literal kind of word for it. But most people would just call it a fillari, which is like the slang for it. And that comes from like the French, like velo. Okay. So I'm going to need you to say it one more time. Let's go for the proper word first. Balkupura. Balkupura. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, one more time. Balkupura. 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 No? Is that it? Is that no, right? No, it's, it's not even close. <laughs> it would, I mean, I guess it is would the help first if you. Part right? Spell it for me. Let's spell yeah, it. Yeah, I was, I was going to say it's probably better if you know what, what the word is. It's P O L K U is Polko. Oh, like the first part. Polko. Polko. Yeah. And then the second part is P Y O R and then the A with the dots, which is A. Okay. Polkapuru. Pol What's the last part? Say the last part again. Pure. Pure. Oh, Lord. Okay, let's, let's move on. Next word, the shortened, abbreviated slang version is what now? So fill as in to fill a bucket and then A-R-I. Fillari. Fillari. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil. I got Phil. So, so who's uh, our, our friend Sarah? What, what, what's her husband's name? Ari. So Philari. Philari. Yeah, pretty much, right? Philari. Philari. Y'all do that thing, right? Where you kind of go like, is that right? Or is that just the way you do it? I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you kind of do this thing where it like, it starts up high and then it kind of dips down and then it goes back up again. So it's like, Meaki. <laughs> you you say it. Your turn. Fillery. See, Fil wait. 
Fillory. Fillory. Okay, so let's talk Fillory in Finland. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, on that note, I guess w- one of the reasons that I decided to move to Finland is because Finland is, I mean, it's not only is it like very easy to get around uh, on a bike, but it's also very easy to get around on you know, basically, you know, not cars. So you can, it's, it's easy to walk. It's easy to catch a bus, train, rollerblade, skate, ski. Uh, if you want to get somewhere and you don't want to do it in, in a car, then, then Finland is a is a pretty good place to, to, to be for that. My situation over here is, so I, I live, I, I guess it's like two and a half, maybe three miles from work. And uh, I pedal to work, you know, every day. And, and my entire, my entire ride is a completely separated bike paired to trail like completely separate to the road mm. in my bike riding here in Helsinki I have seen about 20 feet of bike lane because they just don't use bike lane over here the, like the idea of you know a bike sharing like the same space of with cars over here is like super crazy it's like that car could run you over if you're on the same road you shouldn't be down there they have trails or, or like shared sidewalks or all, all those kind of things. You know, Helsinki is the capital of Finland. You know, amongst some of the larger cities in Finland, it's actually like, it's not even close to like the, the best city to ride a bike. And it's probably like many people would probably say like, oh, you ride a bike in Helsinki? That sounds, you know, bad. Um, oh, really? It's, it's obviously significantly better than pretty much any place in the United States or, you know, in most other parts of the world. Well, I agree with that, or at least I agree with that based on the information that I've been told by you. So mm-hmm. you could be very, very biased and very, very skewed. And I'm going to assume such. However, <laughs> I am also very curious about, because the first thing I thought when you said you were going to Finland is it's cold. Like it's like really cold. Right. Yes, it can. It can be quite cold here, especially in the winter. In the summer, it is is it is of course summer. But in in the winter, yeah. we will have uh, months in a row where it probably will not or or may not get above freezing for sure. Okay. So, and here's the thing about you that um, I don't think I when I see you in closed toe shoes is not very often. So you are the king of flip flops and bikes, which by the way, terrible combination. Yeah, that was my first question is like, are you actually going to wear shoes and socks? It's kind of wild. I feel all like constricted and my feet like I'm not getting a foot tan. It's really weird. I don't like it. (laughs) Okay. So your whole life has been spent in warm climates. I know you said you were born in Germany, but I mean, that was born. You didn't really spend any time there. You didn't have little baby flip-flops on. And then Australia I've heard is a little warm. I've heard. Yeah. It depends on where you live. So, so I jokingly used to say, I say jokingly, but it's like, it's true that before I moved to Finland, Baton Rouge had the coldest winters that I, I've ever experienced, like as, as where, where I lived. It was, I mean, I'd been here before, you know, a handful of times. So I, I kind of like, I knew how cold it got over here and whatnot, but, but still just, you know, having to like live in it and all that kind of stuff, then, you know, it's, it's a little different than just like being here on a vacation. So yeah. And you got there during winter. Right, well, like it was like November or something. Yeah, uh, that first year was October, so it was, it was definitely like you know fall or whatever, but it was still plenty plenty cold. And then that that first winter that I that I was here, like it was a like a super mild, super warm kind of winter where we got snow just a handful of times, and, and it was never never enough. 
that that it really stuck around for more than the day or two. And I was like, you know, if anything, when you get that little snow, then like that makes it worse. Cause then it's, it's, it's wet all the time. It's icy. It's just kind of gross. Um, when you do get the snow, then it's, it's much prettier and it's, it's somehow lighter and people go out and play in it. It's like, you almost want it to, to, to like be a, a, a cold, like if it's going to be cold, then, then you almost want it to be like, let's make it proper cold so that we get some nice snow, you know? Yeah. Good thing. You got that climate change thing going on. It's just going to make it warmer and warmer over there, buddy. <laughs> it, it's true. And, you know, I, I think we mentioned this in one of the, the, the podcasts There's a lot of people over here will say it's not super, super easy to notice that hey you know the average temperature has gone up half a degree over the last 10 years or 20 years or whatever it is but you do notice that like hey when i was a kid we had snow every winter and then now we don't have snow any winter every winter you know that's that's something that you notice so how is uh how is the experience of riding in snow uh, you know I don't, I don't know how most people roll but i've got like a really let's call it like a, a crummy like a, a bike just for getting around and that's that's also my like riding in in, in the in the snow bike that is not a, a bike that i care about a whole lot so i don't mind if, it, if it's outside it's getting snowed on it's getting frozen and all that kind of stuff at some point when it starts getting uh cold enough that it will freeze overnight and it will stay frozen for significant portions of the day then I have some studded tires that I that I switch under there. And then, of course, when it gets real cold, then, you know, just your plain old like jeans and a, and a big coat is not going to cut it. So, you know, sometimes there's like layered clothing and uh, these awesome like double fingered, like I call them like crab gloves that, that are that are pretty sweet. You can't just like be like, hey, I'm going to go outside and ride a bike to work now. It is it is a little bit of an, an ordeal, you know, you don't have a car, right? I, I don't have a car. No. Even when you were here and had a car, you didn't really ever drive it. And when you did, it was very scary for all involved. Maybe like that. Reminder to people, when did you get your driver's license? It was when we moved to Baton Rouge, I guess like 10 years ago or something like that. <laughs> I went and took my test and like, I, I drove real bad. There was like, uh, I had to like hit the gas a little bit hard to like get to an intersection. And like, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to come back and do this test. And she was like, no, that's fine. And I was like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> what is the what is the driving like? I mean, you haven't done any driving, but I mean, are, do you think people in Finland are okay drivers? The short answer is people here are, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I don't know if they're better drivers. They, they probably are, but they're, they're certainly much more considerate. That's that's something that like I notice a lot when I'm trying to cross a road then even if I don't have, you know, the right of way, people will slow down and stop and, and let me, let me go through one story. Oh, so I, it's like, it's like a girl riding a bike here. I've told you this before, where it's a, a very different experience being a woman on a bike in America than it is a man being on a bike in America. And I've noticed that from going on bike rides with you for sure. <laughs> I think at some point we talked about an experiment for that, but we probably don't need to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, 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 I'll wear start. a dress, just saying. Go on. But I'm not the kind of bicyclist who shaves my legs, so it's 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 going to be a tough sell. Uh, shortly after after I had moved over here, um, and I was still living with my grandma, like closer to Helsinki and my work is like outside of Helsinki and I didn't have all my bike situations and all that kind of stuff. So I was catching the bus to work. And then from the bus stop to work, I had a little, I don't know, three or four minute walk, you know, nothing major. And there's one, there's one crosswalk that I always cross from the bus stop to, to get to the other side of the road. So one day I'm, I'm, 
I'm heading home and I'm, I'm getting to this crosswalk and I'm about to cross. And if you've spent time on, on the road in like as a vulnerable road user or a bicyclist, motorcycle user, what have you, then, then you kind of gain this like sixth sense. You can kind of look at a car and be like, that guy does not paying attention. You know, you, you just like have this feeling. And, and I could tell that this car was coming and it was not prepared to slow down. And I was like, keeping an eye, keeping an eye on it. And then I, I walk out and it's still going like much faster than I'm comfortable with. And then eventually it, he sees that I'm there and slams on the brakes and it's like tires squealing and all this kind of stuff. And it was just so out of character. It's like, this just never happens over here. What, what is wrong with this guy? So I look at him and then dangling from his little uh, rear view mirror is like an American flag air freshener. <laughs> and I was like, oh, now I get it. That um, makes perfect sense. Got it. I see what the problem is here. Do you go on any group rides or are there any like bicycling friends you have in Finland? I don't know anything about all your friends in Finland. So there's been this like pandemic thing over here. So I haven't really like oh, been right. out about there's making that. friends and all that kind of stuff. But uh, my my friend Trevor from who I, who I who lived in Baton Rouge for a while and then moved over here. We, we've done a handful of like quote unquote road rides or, or what have you together. I do see plenty of uh, road bicyclists riding in groups with with all the spandex and whatnot. So that that culture kind of, you know, it is over here too. If I think about like places like bike shops or like places where I could purchase a bike, there's probably like 10 or 15 within like a five or 10 minute bike ride of where I live. Like there's just like bike shops all over the place over here. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if you've had that many people riding, you definitely need uh, maintenance shops at minimum. Right. Yeah. There's something I really, really, really want to talk about. Two things I really want to talk about. And I think you'll be happy to talk about them. The first thing are the bunnies. The second the thing, bunnies? yeah, the bunnies. The second thing is the month off because I think these are two really big Finland selling points here. Can you first start off by talking about the bunnies? The bunnies. So <laughs> here, here, here's another one for you, uh, Samantha. You can you can tr- repeat after me. R- Rusako. Rusako. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, that's so, it. Yep, Perfect. exactly, exactly. Okay, so, great. Um, in Finland, there, there are words for rabbit and bunny and hare and all that kind of stuff. But what we're talking about today is the rosakko, which is a... I've been told like two different stories about these these rabbits. But basically, once you get out of like the very like city downtown, once you get into a little bit of like the more open spaces in the suburbs and, and what have you, they have these wild rabbits over here. Technically, you know, they, they call them rabbits, but these guys are like not even small dog size, like small to medium dog size. Like, <laughs> so the two stories I've heard is is one, it's just a native rabbit that has become like semi-domesticated and it will hang out, you know, near people and whatnot. And then the other story that I, I prefer better is, uh, just because it sounds cooler, is that at some point these were just like home pet bunnies that got released out into the wild and then did as rabbits do. And now there's, you know, bajillions of them, but they're now large for some reason. Um, that one, uh, I haven't really figured it out. They don't get hit by cars, so they get really big. That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but they but they are amazing. They're they're huge. I haven't managed to like pat one yet, and I, I probably won't because they're they're pretty skittish. But uh, kind of like when I lived in Baton Rouge, I, I I still got excited every time I saw a squirrel because I didn't grow up with squirrels. People over here are like you you get excited about those rabbits, and I'm like, do you not? <laughs> Wait, let's jump back to your squirrel fascination because I. 
adore that fact about you. I think that is like the best thing ever that you are so into the different animals that you're into. And the reason why is because you never grew up with them. Because when people in America think about exotic animals, they think about your homeland. And when you think about exotic animals, you think about squirrels. Squirrels, raccoons. Oh, I love raccoons. Oh, yeah. And it's funny, like the bo- both of those two in particular are kind of like kind of like trash animals, kind of like yeah. pests. I, I don't want those guys near my house. And for me, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I really want those guys near my house. I mean, th- they literally call raccoons trash pandas. Yeah, they got the little eyes. I know. They're like cute little, like, but they're vicious little things. I doubt that. <laughs> Actually, your wife has uh, gone a little coon crazy here lately with the new camera at y'all's house. So we're, we're, I guess this episode is going to be of like me going back in time and like telling you stories you didn't want to hear. But so anyway, how we ended up living on this street that we live live on or my wife still lives on in, in Baton Rouge is we used to live like two blocks away. And, you know, we used to go on walks around the neighborhood and there used to be this really awesome street. I mean, it was a fine street. Jennifer thought it was an awesome street. There was just a whole bunch. There was like 20 or 25 stray cats that lived on that street. Um, and we just call it Cat Street. She'd say, Mick, you want to come for a walk with me to Cat Street? And I was like, Okay. And she'd be like, yes, we get to see cats. She's like, she's a cat lady. When we went to buy a house, that was a pretty significant selling selling point that the house we were buying was on Cat Street. So it 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 turns out there's a a guy who lives on Cat Street who looks after the strays and I guess has a like reputation for looking after the strays. So when like someone wants to dump a cat, they dump it on Cat Street or maybe the cats just find their way over there or whatnot. But now the cat guy still looks after the cats, but my wife has been looking after some of the cats also puts out a little bit of food for them. So we've got a couple of those stray cats who like now live not like at our house, but kind of with us, kind of hang out with us and whatnot. Um, But because there's cat food out, the raccoons have been making their way to our front porch. And then Jennifer's got one of those, you know, front door cameras. So you can kind of see like, hey, there's motion at the front door. And it's just always picking up raccoons. And it's the best thing in the whole world. And the craziest part about the house on Cat Street Uh is that the first time you invited me over to your house, I showed up and I said, you do not live in this house. This was my best friend in high school's grandmother's house, which was just like mind blown. Like, And and you, you, you had spent evenings and nights and all that kind of stuff there. Yeah. 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 Totally. All the time. And it was crazy to me to be walking into that house and be like, okay, this person who seems to randomly appear in my life. Okay. You have this, this, uh, bike story that I do, and then I'm out on a bike ride and there you are. And that's how I end up on my first group ride. And then I go to your house and you're living in my old friend's house. I'm like, is this like some kind of simulation? Like, am I dead right now? And this is some kind of weird purgatory thing where they couldn't come up with a better joke you know like just put the australian in there right yeah just like okay go grab that weirdo and uh uh yeah yeah go go hang out with that guy by the way you're my favorite kind of weirdo by the way i mean weirdos are the best i only hang out with weirdos i know seriously like average people are so boring my mom used to always say when i was a kid i love this bored people are boring go find something to do (laughs) whenever (laughs) we would say we were bored she'd be like bored people are boring go find something to do and it's like it's true like if anyone ever goes like i'm bored and be like "Mm, well you need to be a 
more interesting person then because there's plenty of stuff to do. You just haven't found it yet. You also love another much disliked critter. You know which one I'm thinking of? No. Come on. Think about it. Oh my God. You suck at this game. Apparently. What is it? Possum. Possum. I don't, I don't think people hate possums as much as they hate raccoons and, and, and squirrels. Uh, do they? Really? I think they hate them more. Yes, really? because yes, because raccoons and um, squirrels are furry and possums are hairless looking little crazy little things. And yeah, no, I think people definitely will have to put up a poll somewhere. We're just going to have to have a social media site for this thing now. But I, I think we'll have to have a poll and we'll have to say which... Which nuisance creature do you hate the most? And uh, I bet you possum's going to win. You think? Yeah. But I wonder if people in Finland would say, rabbits? Hello? Oh, obviously rabbits. Obviously rabbits. Oh, my God. That video you have of the rabbit, I mean, it looks like a deer. Like, it looks like a little baby deer trolloping about and, and that's that's kind of like the slightly creepy thing about the, the the bunnies is that they don't hop like regular bunnies they kind of no. they, they they kind of walk kind of yeah it, it is yeah. The, the way they move is is slightly creepy I'll, I'll i'll admit that they're very they're very interesting little critters i will say that i'm a fan i'm not gonna lie i am too it's it's almost got me willing to go to finland the other thing that has me almost willing to go to finland is this month off please explain because I think you're going to have a lot of fans after they hear this. Yeah. The, the real short version is most of Finland takes an entire month off during the summer. It's not, you know, maybe not all at the same time. You know, some might take it a little bit early. Some might take it a little bit after. Some might take two weeks and then two weeks back and then two weeks later or, you know, something like that. But, but somewhere between, you know, mid-June and, and mid-August, pretty much everyone in Finland will, will take a whole month off paid and most employers will also give you like a vacation bonus that you can spend on your like you know your hotels or tickets or you know you know what have you hold up i didn't hear about this bonus Uh, typically it's two weeks salary i think oh my god so i'm gonna have to move to finland now Um, anyway so there's kind of there's two you know reasons that that this exists the 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 more like modern one is just like finland is a progressive democracy and thinks that people should have time off and and, you know do do things that they like so that's you know that's the more modern one but like the the kind of the, the history of it is that you know finland kind of matured industrially and technologically like pretty late in the game like early 1900s uh, at that time helsinki the, the the capital city and like some other cities were like industrializing super rapidly so people were moving from the 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 country where they had lived you know pretty rural agrarian kind of lifestyles moving to the city for work but then their their family or whoever still lived in the country, you know, they were still tending to the farm or what have you. During the summer month, it was like, hey, it's time to harvest or, you know, do whatever the farm does. We need all of you guys back here to do that, regardless of where you live. So that's that's kind of the, the, the historical aspect of it, I guess. Interesting. So as progressive as they are, they're a little, little slow to the game also. Maybe it's because yeah. they're taking a month off all the time. <laughs> right you could just it's like jesus get some yeah, work right. done guys come on parting thoughts on bike riding in finland awesome <laughs> uh, so uh if you, if you want a little bit more than that then i would just say it's like awesome is true but it's not like super awesome and it's, it's not super amazing it's just like really 
easy to ride a bike. It's just like, you don't have to think about like, is this going to be easy? Is it going to be safe? Can I get to the store? Do I have to cross this road? It's just like, it's just easy. So some of the, some of the, the routes might not be super interesting or pretty or like what have you, but it's, it's just, it's just super easy to get around on a bike over here. And other than that, I mean, I guess it's uh go do a thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Or the thing, the thing I did the thing today and I'm very tired. So I'll tell you more about that later. Sweet. Okay. Bye friend. Bye. See you later. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's great.